You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. What's up, Fox and Hops heads? How are you all doing? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy, and this is my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I hang out with my friends and I taste great, delicious craft beers, and we have a great chat, and then I share it with all of you. I hope that you had a great week. I had a great week. Today on the podcast, I'm with Jason Evans. This is the conversation that I had recently on our tour when we were in Europe. This conversation took place in Berlin. Today is a special day. Today is the release day of Ingested's new EP, Call of the Void. You should get it. You should pick it up. Wherever you pick it up, stream it, listen to it, check it out. It's an interesting listen. I personally enjoy it. I think that you shall too. Also, don't forget to get your tickets for the upcoming Cryptopsy Tour, the first Asian tour ever. The Laws of the Flesh 2019 is starting on July 5th in Singapore. July 6th, we are in Thailand. July 7th, we are in Indonesia. July 9th, we are in Vietnam. July 10th, we are in Taiwan. July 12th, we are in Osaka, Japan. On the 13th, we're in Tokyo, Japan. And then it ends on Sunday, July 14th in South Korea. I'm stoked to meet you all. Come out and say hi. Get your tickets. Come to the show. Drink some great craft beer with me. So excited for this tour, The Laws of the Flesh 2019, the first Asian tour in Cryptopsy. We recently also announced a Latin America tour alongside Origin. This is the first time that Cryptopsy's been down uh, in Latin America in quite a while. Last time was alongside Watain and Suffocation, and that was a great time, so I have no doubt that this is going to be a great time, too. You should get your tickets. It starts on November 6th, and it runs all the way to November 17th. This time around, we're going to be hitting Monterrey, Mexico. We're going to be hitting Mexico City, Mexico. We're going to be in Guatemala. We're going to be in El Salvador, Costa Rica, Panama, Colombia, Peru, Chile, Argentina, and Sao Paulo, Brazil. Super stoked to get back down there. I also have to include an I fucked up moment in the previous podcast. I had been given a beer by a very nice man named Aaron Mendiola, who has a podcast, and uh, I totally fucked up the name of his podcast. I am very sorry, Aaron. Your podcast is called The Beer Metal Show Podcast from San Antonio, Texas. So check it out, The Beer Metal Show podcast from san antonio texas super cool and uh, actually this week uh, he has an interview with me on it so check it out i also fucked up during this episode i said that we were drinking an american pale ale is the beer that me and jason drank together that is not true it was an american ipa enough about all that today's episode jason evans the slam king himself here it is vox and hops episode number 37 I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. What's up, everybody? Today we are in Berlin, and I am with Jason, the singer of Ingested, the Slam King himself. The Slam Royalty. (laughs) (laughs) What's your last name? I'm bad. Evans. Jason Evans, the singer of Ingested, the Slam King. We are at Protocol, which is a... Craft beer house, craft beer, craft beer, <laughs> craft beer house in Berlin. Um, I'm very impressed by the beer so far today. For us, I grabbed a delicious little pale ale from the Netherlands from Eindhoven. The beer rep was sitting at the bar as I ordered it, so I felt compelled <laughs> to order from Duarak, the Van Mol, Netherlands. It's an American IPA. Let's see what the sucker's got. Cheers. There we go. Cheers. It smells uh, fruity a little bit. Color is uh, almost like a lager. It's like a uh, a darkish 
amber almost, a little yellowish hue, orangey hues. Mm, it's very nice, actually. <laughs> you know, you know me. I, I talk a lot about craft beer. It's a little oh, bit yes. bitter. It tastes nice. Not overly bitter because I don't like beers like that. It's it's actually quite drinkable. I know you're not a huge craft beer enthusiast, <laughs> but but you did tell me a story about uh, your grandmother. Yeah, and um, yeah, no, let, let's go into that. So um, yeah, when I was uh, when I was little, uh, my my nana, she used to own a pub in a little village in the hills. Um, it's like in Greater Manchester on the outskirts of Manchester. It's called New Mills. Uh, it's like an old milling town. So there's like loads of like really old factories and stuff like that. And um, it's really, it's quite beautiful actually. Um, loads of forests and woods and stuff. But then in these forests and woods are like all the ruins of like all the old mills and like the old cotton mills and stuff. But yeah, she used to own a, a Robinson's Brewery pub there called the Pineapple Inn. That's actually <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, and basically I, I spent about 90% of the first 12 years of my life there. <laughs> and, um, it's her fault. Yeah, it's her fault that, that, that I'm always drinking. <laughs> That's not true. You took two days off. You yes, know? I did. I did. Yeah. had a detox period, didn't I? <laughs> so, yeah. And then, and then I felt rather ill, so then it's best to... Best to uh, but what is... <laughs> Growing up in a pub, what is that like? You know, you'd, you'd go there after school. Yeah. It's basically what happened because your parents were working and she would watch you. Yeah. So um, in the week, I'd go to school and I'd stay at my mum's. And then because um, my mum my and dad were separated at this point. Um, so my dad was living with uh, my nana and my granddad in the pub because it was massive. Like it was a huge pub. And then um, but it was like a really old like limestone building. So it was like proper old, but like must have been 100 years old. Um, but it was huge upstairs. It was like, I don't know, about six bedrooms, something like that. Um, so, yeah, my dad uh, my dad stayed there. Um, and what I'd do is on every Friday, I'd finish school. My dad would come pick me up. And then I'd stay at the pub until Sunday and then, then go home. And then every school holiday, I'd go stay there. Like... Um, so yeah, like living they, in lived, a, they lived in the building. Yeah, as well. they li- yeah, because it was huge. Um, so yeah, I'd just stay with my my dad, my nana, and my granddad. Like every weekend, every school holiday, and I'd just hang out in the pub, uh, playing darts, playing dominoes, playing cards, uh, playing pool, which is how I ended up getting really, really good at pool. I can <laughs> like, imagine um, so. Yes. Yeah, because my because my granddad would um, if I was if me or my dad was playing pool because my dad's. My dad's an insane pool player. Like, my dad's ridiculous. Like, I won't even play him because he'll just, he'll just hammer me. Like, in like, he'll break and then he'll pot everything. Really? Yeah, so there's no point. There's just no point. <laughs> like, um, I have to wait for him to screw up before I can ha- to have a go, basically. <laughs> but yeah, so if me or my dad was playing pool... Uh, my granddad would just give us the key for the pool table so we didn't have to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'd just play free pool all day. Um, obviously, I weren't drinking then because I was like, <laughs> I was a child. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. Like, uh, we, had th- we had a dog called Kane as well. Like, he was like a big golden retriever. Like, he'd just sit in the pub all day. Like, it was awesome. But yeah, it was like a, it was a Robinson's Brewery pub, which is a brewery that's based in Stockport, which is the town I live in. I've lived that in that town my whole life. You still live there now? Yeah, I still live there now. I live in, in Reddish, which is like, it's literally on the... I live right on the border of Stockport and Manchester. 
So Stockport's part of Greater Manchester, but like I live in Reddish, so my, mine's like I think mine's north of, north Stockport, basically something like that. Anyway, but yeah, there's this massive brewery there called the Robinsons Brewery, and they do like bitters, ales, milds, um, and you can tell when they're brewing when you walk around the town centre. You can, smell, center, it. You can yeah. smell it. Everything smells like hops and malt. Yeah, yeah, yeah and malt. Yeah. yeah. And um, that was the that was the brewery that would supply Manana's pub. That's so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Did you have your first beer in that pub? Yes, yes, I did actually. Um, What's that story? It was uh, <laughs> yeah, it was um, well, it wasn't actual beer. It was my first taste of beer. I didn't actually have a beer there, but um, my granddad was drinking a. It must have been a bitter or a mild or something because it had like a big, thick, creamy Foam. head on it. Yeah. Like, and um, he turned around to me. I remember this. I don't remember how old I was. I was pretty young. And he was oh, he was like, yeah, Jace, do you want some ice cream? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so he just put his hand in his in the top of his <laughs> the head of his bed. So there you go. So I just like fucking. I took. I just took a massive like mouthful, mouthful of this foam and like nearly. Threw up everywhere. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he used to do he used to do stuff like that to me all the time. Like, but yeah, that was my first taste of beer, and then I didn't drink beer until I was twelve. The first time I ever drank, I like properly drank. Which is funny because in in like Canada, that would be very young. Yeah, but I know that in the UK, it's no, different because you grow different. up in a pub. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and the first first time I actually properly drank, I got absolutely annihilated at twelve. Yeah. Because, no, oh well, this is the story. So, me and all my friends decided that we were going uh, <laughs> to... That we were going to camp out with, like, all our friends and, like, get some beers. And, like, we decided the greatest way was to tell our parents that we were all staying at each other's houses. Classic. Yeah, but we ballsed it up because we all told each other that we were staying at the wrong person's houses, <laughs> right? And all it took, it was a circle of lies and all it took was like one parent to ring the other parent and then we were all screwed. Like, and that happened. Did they come find you? Oh, no, no. Um, what happened was, so um, we'd got our tents and that secretly. Went, uh, stood outside an off license, which is like, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, an off license. Um, waited for someone who looked dodgy enough that would go in for us and buy us like a crate of beer so so that happened do you remember so got, what type of beer it was i think it was like it was just like a lager it was it had even been like carly i remember my first it yeah. had been something cheap mine was lucky lager lucky lager that totally doesn't exist that anymore. Sounds it's horrible <laughs> warm lucky lager so we find this this uh this like clearing in the woods put our tents up start drinking and uh, I think there was like five of us so he'd start uh, like tearing our way through this like 24 yeah 24 pack of beer and we're all hammered and then it starts pissing it down <laughs> right it starts hammering it down with rain and then we're like oh you need to go home for our coats not thinking right went back to my house right and I'm like Steaming. I'm 12 years old and I'm steaming. Coming home at 11 o'clock at night. Aren't you at Charlie's house? Yeah, right. No, no, she already knew. She already knew. Like the game was already up. So I'm steaming, piss wet through. 12 years old, coming home at 11 o'clock at night, right? And um, and my mum's just sat there. 
just sat there waiting and, um, <laughs> and she's like what are you doing and I was like I just need to get my coat and then I'm going back to Lee's house and she's like oh are you <laughs> and I was like yeah and she let me go all the way upstairs get my coat and then as I came back down into the kitchen she was like I spoke to Lee's mum by the way Aww. and I was like no <laughs> grounded for a month Oh. Grounded for a month. I weren't allowed out the house for a month. It was worth it. Oh, it was worth it. <laughs> it was the beginning of the end, wasn't it? <laughs> Couldn't stay away then. <laughs> We're on tour in Europe together. How are you enjoying this run? How do you feel? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. We've um, I always love touring with Cryptopsy guys. Like last time, last time we toured, it was a, uh, it was only a week, weren't it? In, with aborted in, yeah, and unfathomable yeah. ruination. Yes. We were all, all very tired of that. Yeah. You guys had done 200 plus shows that year. Yeah. Um, we well, we'd been on a we'd been on a five week American tour that ended literally the day before we jumped onto that tour with you. And then after that week tour, we went and did another two weeks in Europe straight after it. So we were on it for eight weeks. Like so, like when you we we saw you guys and you guys were all looking tired and we, we were, were like, tired. I was like, yeah, yeah. you guys are more tired than we were. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think plus we were all. We were all in the same boat, weren't we? <laughs> Plus your jet lag from the time switch mm. of switching back from the U.S. to back home time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was, um, that was nice because that was like the first time that we, we got to hang out with you guys and, uh, and meet you guys. And, and you, know, you know Chris, but you never Chris, actually met yeah. Chris. Really. But we'd never actually met him. Um, and then we got to do this tour. We're sharing a bus together, sharing beers together. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been really fun so far. Like. It's been very easy. You guys are funny. <laughs> you guys are intense <laughs> at moments. Um, what is the secret? I asked Lynn this question. Uh, uh. He didn't seem to have an answer that pleased me. What is the secret? You are the only band that I've toured with that is all the original members still. Yeah. What is the secret? Twelve um, years. Twelve years. Thir- yeah. Thirteen years. Um, we we were all we were all really young when we started. Um, we were all like 20 years well we were 18 like some of us were in the band before in the band that was the band before ingested so me Sam Sean and Brad were all in the band before as well so it's like and I've known Brad since I was 11 years old yeah you mentioned that to me like, that's, that's yeah. amazing yeah. <laughs> we went to school together shout out to Brad he's the, the chattiest dude on the tour <laughs> <laughs> he's a man of few words <laughs> but he's a man the, of action <laughs> He did come up with a great Cryptopsy beer name. Yeah. Cryptopsy. <laughs> Cryptopsy. We had never thought of it. We're, we're too close to the picture. Mm. <laughs> He's a genius, Brad. This is the thing with Brad. He'll, uh, he'll say nothing for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And then he'll say like three words and you'll be like... <gasps> <laughs> he's, he's, he's like well a savant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like he's like a savant man. He's freaking, um, so, what what do you think is the secret? The secret? I don't know. I mean, we are like, well, you you'll know this from like from being on the bus and being around us. Like, we're like family. Like, we're like brothers. Like, so we we fight like cat and dog. Like, sometimes it's got really bad. Like, sometimes we come to blows. Like, some of us have come to blows. Like, some of us have like stop talking to each other and stuff but it's like it's like a it's like a brotherly wolf like we fight with each other like and argue with each other like family like and then but then we always like just gravitate back like and then realize what's important and the other thing is as well it's like 
we we deal with our issues like straight away like we don't we we try not to let it like i mean some like i said sometimes we get to a point where where we're like scrapping with each other like animals like but most of that's usually when when we've all had too many craft beers. Like, craft beers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you know so what much. I mean? That's when we've had. Thank you so much. <laughs> that's when we've had too like you know like when you because it happens, doesn't it? Like but um but if we have any like proper proper issues like some of that needs to be raised, we we get together and we sit at a table and we just say like look. This is how I'm feeling. It's important. I <laughs> like, messages. Yeah. I when you I yeah. It's important. You know what I mean? It's like and we, we hash it out. We say like, look, this is this is what's happened. This is how it's made me feel. What are we gonna do about it? And then we all we're we're all literally on the same wave wavelength all the time. Like and it's that understanding of each other. We know each other inside out, so we know so if I say, oh, this is bothering me, even if they don't, that doesn't bother them, they'll understand why it bothers me mm-hmm. and vice versa. Be empath- empathetic. Yeah. yeah. So it's like we know each other. We know each other inside out. We understand each other. 13 years. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. That's like, just, it's a generational gap. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, it's, you, you, I think you mentioned this to me that you guys all take turns. Like if you see like as the night goes, this is something you've learned as the years have gone by. And I think it's wise and something that I wish I could implicate, but it doesn't happen that way. Is when you see that one of your boys is having a night, it's his time to get really drunk. Yeah. All the rest of you step back and let him have this night. Yep. And that's something you've learned. Yeah, because if we don't and we all get drunk, that's when the arguments like escalate into something that's stupid. Like, and then you end up having an argument about something that doesn't matter just because you're all drunk. So it's basically whoever gets drunk quick enough. It's their night. It's like, a race. It's, it's a race. Night. It's the race. Like, and then Sam, win. Sam is winning. Sam, Sam is winning. Like, Sam's, Sam's, he's, he's funny. He's funny. <laughs> shout out to, shout out to Matt. Shout out to Sam. <laughs> but yeah, that's, um, that, that's literally how we do it. It's like, we just, we understand each other. We know each other so well. And for us, ingested wouldn't be ingested if it was any other members. It just wouldn't. You think it's at that point? Yeah, it wouldn't be that. It wouldn't be the same because we've been the same five guys since the beginning. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. just now on this tour we have Dom filling in for Ollie. Yeah, and the first few days I was like, something's missing. A person's missing. A personality's missing. Yeah, but at this point I'm I'm okay. I'm surviving. Yeah, so it's he's he's a solid bass player. He's not playing the same. And he's a cool Ollie. dude as well. He's a great dude. So easy to get along with. Yeah, shout out to Dom. Yeah, shout out to Dom. You're doing a great fucking job, dude. Great yeah. job. And his band's awesome. Yes. There's been many the last <laughs> felony worship nights early in this tour. I'm sure there's going to be at least one more. Will be. I'm calling one more. Ingested are heavily influenced by oh, we- Dom Gidimal. The bassist of uh, that's filling in for Ollie, who's the guitarist and man behind the Last Felony, who's a band that was underappreciated. Yes, absolutely. From, from Montreal, Quebec. Scandalous. You guys Scandalous. should all check out the Last Felony and uh, the, 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 the Injustice stand by that. Yeah, we do. With all Just, of this being said, you guys all doing this. I asked Lynn what his worst tour story was, and he danced around the question. <laughs> are you Are you willing to open I up will. the box? Oh, yeah, I'll absolutely open the box. Because um, Sean went home. No, no. Sam, Sam went, went home. home. Sam went home yeah. is what he told me because he was sick. He on a tour. Sick. What happened? Um, so this goes back to this is <laughs> this is the reason 
why we why we take turns in getting drunk and we don't all get hammered at the same time um, because things like you get into an argument and then they escalate, don't they? Well, basically, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah, we were on Summer Slaughter tour in America, and um, which is a huge tour, and it was a great tour. It was the best lineup. Yeah, it was the best lineup opinion. as well. The best lineup. It, it was um, Cannibal Corpse. Suffocation, Nile, uh, after the burial, Carnifex, um, us, Slaughter to Prevail, Enterprise Earth. So this tour, it's huge tour. It's long. Summer yeah, Slaughter days long. are long. It's yeah, hard, for very fans. long. Like, long drives. You guys are in a van. Yeah, we were in the van, so it was like it was early loadings. All night drives, um, yeah. sitting at a merch table. Yes, yeah, sitting God at a merch table for well, what was they like? In, on some days there was locals as well, so it was like you'd be looking at ten bands, so, and I'm sat there on merch all day, and it's like, well, what you, what else are you gonna do? I'm gonna drink because <laughs> there's nothing else to do, and that's what we were all doing, and um, it was just it was carnage. We were we were just we were drinking too much. There was there was there was drugs in play as well. Like we were. We were going hard. loony. Yeah, yeah, we were going hard, and um, and yeah, uh, basically we went to um, <laughs> we were in Dallas, and we went to uh, Vinnie, Vinnie Paul's. Paul's. Uh, it's yeah. always a bad decision. Yeah, always a bad decision. It's closed, you, sadly. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm sad about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get to take your own liquor in. Liquor in. If you, you have a tour pass, free yeah. if you've got a tour pass. So like, so that happened. The cat house, the doll yeah, the house. Ca- uh, the cat house. Cat, cat house. house yeah. It's yeah. And um, so we all decided to like basically take like a bottle of Jack Daniels in each. Oh boy. So you can imagine where that, that went. And then we were all, we were also uh, doing other stuff. Party well. favors. Yeah. Party favors as well. So yeah, basically everything uh, got to a head. Me and Sam got into it. Uh, me and Sam ended up having a fight. I punched him in the face. He bit my hand. <laughs> he bit your what? He bit my hand. Because <laughs> I, I like put my hand around his face and then he just bit my hand. Um, so that like escalated. Um, and then, yeah. And then, yeah, Sam went home. And the next day he woke up and he was like, Yeah, he was just like, Fuck this. I can't and, do this. I can't I don't be blame him. I can't Absolutely be around Jason. He wanted to yeah, just leave. Yeah. Like, I like I tried apologizing and stuff, but obviously it was like, we'd had a, like, a, a bit of a fight. So it was. Um, it must have been building was, up. Yeah, it'd been, I think it had been building up like all throughout the tour or whatever, and the drink and everything else like, wasn't helping. So you finished the tour. Yeah. So he went home. We finished the tour. Without him. Yep. He's the master behind the Craig. Yeah, be- behind our good friend Craig, yeah. who is their their. <laughs> it's our it's our in-ears, laptop that has our in ears, yeah. our, our triggers, our samples, our eight oh eight, Lynn's uh, click. So so it took you like a few days to figure all that out because yeah. you left Craig behind. Yeah. So and he just Lynn went had home. to just yeah, Lynn had to figure that out. Um, so yeah, it was just it was a mess. Like and um, and then when we got home. Um, Obviously, Sam wasn't speaking to me. Um, you mentioned to me that that there was a a six month period that you weren't in the band anymore. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't in the band. Like, uh, we how, had how did that? How, what was that conversation? Like? Uh, well, we had a meeting. Like uh, Lynn wasn't there because Lynn, Lynn, Lynn uh, L- no, he was living in London at the time. Um, so me, Sean, Sam, Brad, we had a meeting. Um, yeah, and basically, I was like, they were just like. Can't tour with you at the moment, like, cause you, 
you're a fucking nightmare, basically. How, how did you feel? Uh, oh, I was awful. It was awful, mate. Like it was. Were you awful. remorseful already? I was all. Uh, yeah, I was. I was remorseful as soon as it happened. Like, um, of course like I was. Hitting like, your brother. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's like it's awful. Um, but yeah, it was like it was. It was really bad. Like because it's like it's one of them, isn't it? It's like you feel like you've been. Removed from your family, aren't you? Like your brothers and stuff like that. Did they, and it did was they like do totally any tours t- without you? Yeah, they did During a few shows. Period? They did a few shows without me. They had like filling vocalists and stuff. Um, and um, for me, for me, I I was like, I was like, oh no, like like I feel like I I thought I, I literally thought I'd been kicked out of the band. I thought I'd been kicked out over. of the band. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god. Like, were there moments that you were plotting to start something new? Um. Not really, not really, because I was just too sad about it. I was just upset about it. I was just like, oh god, like. Um, but they never, they never announced that I was out of the band. They never, never said anything like so. Like, then I think, I think the plan was to for me to sort myself out because I was, I was battling with like a lot of demons at the time. Like, what, what um, steps did you take to get yourself um, back into the band? I. I stopped taking drugs like because I was taking a lot of drugs at the time okay. like I was uh, I was on it all the time every day like um, so I stopped taking drugs um, I just worked on worked on controlling myself my self control like stopped drinking as much because I was hammered all the time from, as from well. the A to Z yeah like it was like I was hundred and ten percent all on the, the time. road or even at home at home as well really but, yeah it was bad like and um so I was just like, I want to, I just want to make my, like, at the time, I was like, I'm, I weren't even thinking about the band. I was just like, they're doing what they're doing. I just need to get better for myself, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I just um, stopped taking drugs. Um, I mean, I still smoke weed, but... That, that wasn't the problem. So <laughs> it was not, not, not like, that drug. Yeah. yeah um, but yeah, stopped, uh, stopped all that. Stopped drinking as much. In fact, I, I, I stopped drinking. Like, I actually during, drinking. during that yeah. time there? Just, yeah. yeah like, Pure detox. Uh, complete detox. And um, just tried, like, just concentrating on making myself a better person and stuff and then how did you um, prove to them that you were finally it wasn't really straight it wasn't really i've heard that you and sam live very close to each other yeah and um, like very close yeah really close (laughs) and um well not now now he lives in macclesfield which is like a bit further away but at the time like uh yeah he was he was like literally around the corner yeah and sean was Opposite me, <laughs> on the same street and stuff, and I weren't speaking to any of them. What's with the Did you cross them, and it was like awkward, or? Um, not really. I saw, I saw Sean and saw Sean, Sean and Sam at a show, and um, yeah, and then we kind of hashed it out, like because I went to the same show that they did, and, um, you, weren't, and you weren't drinking. No, um, I I I started. Drinking responsibly, yeah, responsibly at that point. Like I could have a drink at that point, and um, yeah, um, I saw him at a show in Manchester, and then uh, yeah, we kind of hashed it out a little bit, like and stuff was okay, and then uh, 
And then, yeah, and then I started texting Sean and I was just like, are we all right to talk and stuff? And then, and then yeah, and then the ball, the ball started rolling and then it was sort of like, I was like, I can't, I can't watch these YouTube videos of you some guys other dude. Yeah. playing with some other dude anymore. Like, it's like, do you know what I mean? I was like, this isn't, this isn't ingested. This is, the inge- ingested is us five. And, uh, yeah, and then um, we started the ball rolling with that, and then um, started playing shows together and stuff. And yeah, and then and he put out an album that was yeah, and then on the billboard. An out, yeah, then and it hit the billboard charts in America. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of pain in that album. There's a lot of like reflection in that album. There's you guys all quit your jobs. You're doing yeah. this full time now, and that's it. So it was all like we went, we had to. You had to get to that dark space, yeah. like to get to where we are now. And um, if anything, um, it's made us way stronger, like way stronger as a unit, especially like, emotional, like a family. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're like way closer. We're so everyone at home is listening. Solid. If you're having trouble with your bandmates, <laughs> just punch them in the face. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. That's terrible advice. <laughs> Let's talk about having young kids and touring. Mm. How do you feel about that? What is it like? Oh God, I love touring. Um, I love I love playing shows. I love I love meeting fans. Um, but my God, I miss my kids. Like, it's hard. You have, you have a kids. very young baby too. Who's, yeah, it's three months old. Yeah, that's very sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they but, change so much in these periods. So I know. It's I hard. Know. Yeah. It's, like, it's like I got sent a photo of him the other day, and he's like, "Who's that? <laughs> he's massive. He's got a beard." <laughs> like. <laughs> Crap beard. <laughs> Crap beard. <laughs> oh, God. It's no, tough. It's tough, yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, you know. You know, yeah. man. Um, it's hard. Like, that's the hardest part. But. It's a part of the game. Exactly. It's part of the job. It's part of the job. Like, this is. This is the only the only job I've ever wanted to do. Like, um, I've tried. I've tried managing restaurants. I've tried. Doing all kinds of jobs, calls and everything. Like, and I was miserable, absolutely miserable. Um, I just love music. I love music. Like, I can't, I can't do anything without listening to music or same here or something. Yeah. Like, I have to be listening to music all the time. And like, to be able to create music, new music that no one's ever heard before. Um, you might have heard something like it, but you've not heard this song. Like, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? This is a new song and stuff yeah. like that. And then same here. Yeah. Playing those shows and seeing people's reaction to your art is it's a feeling unlike any other like it's a feeling unlike any other but yeah it's like um, being on tour as like as a full time band it's it's hard being away like it's hard being away from kids because it's like you go back and then it's a very different life yeah, too though. you find out that they've done something new and something and you've missed it and you just Those like first oh. steps yeah first steps first word like and you're like oh god like but I'm not made for anything else I was made for this like I'm made to make brutal fucking uh, brutal metal and be a dad and they're, they're my two callings and when, when I am home, I'm very present. Yeah, same here. On, on the road, I try to be as present as I can be. But when I'm home, I'm very, very, very present. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same. Because you have to, like, this is the thing. It's like, well, 
I'm at home all the time now, so I get to spend. So which is I used awesome. To work, yeah, it's awesome. So it's like I used to work in um, restaurants. I used to manage restaurants, and um, I'd be working like six days, seventy hours a week, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like night, night, and it's always at yeah, night, night too. all yeah. day. No, I used to work like some days. I'd work from like seven in the morning to like two in the morning, Jesus, like, and yeah. and then I'd go home and then be back in work at seven in the morning. I'd never see him. Like now, it's like I might be on tour for a few weeks. But when you're home, but when I'm home, home, I'm I'm home, and that's it. Like I'm at home all day. I get to take my daughter to school. I get to pick her up from school. I get to spend all day with my son. It's amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> what does Ingestive have coming up? I know you guys got an EP coming out. Yes. Let's talk so, about that. Yeah. So we've got um we've got a brand new EP coming out on the 14th of June, which will be available through Unique Leader Records. Um. Indie merch store, Empiricon.com, and all excellent record stores. Um, yeah, so this is just an EP. Um, it's something different. It's something that uh, we're, we're experimenting with. Cause we, I, I've, cause I've, heard know, it. I've heard a lot of it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely in a little bit of a different direction. Yeah. A little bit more clean guitars. Yes. But it's still interesting. Well, this is the thing. It was like, we knew we were going to do an EP. And we knew we know that we're going to go into the studio in December and record a full length album. We know what we're doing with a full length album. Like we we've proved that. We know exactly what we're doing with that. But with the EP, we were like, let's just do something completely out of our comfort zone. Let's do something different. Let's try something different. It's like because why not? Like this is you can yeah. we can yeah. like um, so yeah. So the EP's uh it's heavy, it's heavy, like, uh, but it's different. Um, so, yeah, so that gets released in June 14th. Uh, June 14th. And then we go on tour with Within Destruction in Europe. And then we come home for a bit. And then uh, in July, August, we're doing another European run. And we're hitting Summer Breeze. Nice. Which will be nice. And then we do America in September. Which but I can't, can't announce I can't, yet. Can't, can't say but everyone should be very excited because I know what this lineup <laughs> is. <laughs> and then after that, we've got Russia and Ukraine for the first time Which ever. Just announced, yeah. Yep. So I'm excited about that. And then after that, we come back to Europe for something very special. Yes. That I can't say anything about. I've also heard about that, and you guys are all going to be stoked. Oh yeah. Well, Jason. So. We have to go play a show. Okay. So we're going to hang out more. We're going to drink some more beers. But not with you guys listening. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you for being so honest. Uh, peeling back the layers of the onion. Yeah. The <laughs> and smelly <appealing> onion. <laughs> and revealing the true center of ingested. Cheers, brother. Thank you. Cheers, bro. Crap beer. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hey, Vox and Hopsteads, thank you so much for listening right to the end. I greatly appreciate that. What an episode. So much great content. Jason was just, you know, so cool. We're finishing the episode and, you know, he almost had tears in his eyes. He was so emotional just being so honest, finally unveiling all these dark, dark secrets of his past, of the band's past, and just being so honest. So uh, a huge hug to the Slam King himself. I greatly, greatly appreciate you coming on the podcast and being so honest. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, you guys should absolutely pick up the Call of the Void EP from Ingested, which came out today. You can get it through Unique Leader. You can get it on Bandcamp. You can get it however you want to get it. 
go see them on tour. They have a whole bunch of tours coming up all across the world. These guys are intense. They do not stop. Next up on the podcast, I have my first return Vox and Hops alumni, the great, the dark, Andrew Garrity. Uh, when I finished uh, the first episode, I mentioned that uh, we absolutely thought that we should do a part two because he was too nice, too squeaky clean. And for those of you who know Garrity, know that that's not the case. So uh, we have a part two coming up next week. You should check it out. Uh, it coincides with the, his band's tour, which is coming out, which starts on uh, June 25th, and it runs all the way till July 13th. Uh, it's in the States only. Check it out on the Wolfhammer page. I will put uh, a link to that in the description of that show. I appreciate you all listening to the podcast. You Vox and Hopsheads are what makes this podcast so amazing. I got a whole bunch of uh, new interviewees that are hitting me up that want to be interviewed. It is a beautiful thing. So much great content. So much great love. So many great craft beers to be shared. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's a good time. If you have any comments, if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, please hit me up at matt at voxandhops.com. That's matt, M-A-T-T, at vox and A-N-D, hops.com. And I will be more than gladly to read and listen to all of your suggestions. I hope that you have a great week. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope that you hang out with your loved ones. I hope you hang out with your friends. I hope you hang out with your families. And most importantly, as always, I hope you drink great craft beers while doing all of that. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work. But we talk about decidedly not so grown up things like hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers, think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind Podcast. <laughs>